welcome to The Rock. Thanks for downloading this post-game edition of the Black and Gold Podcast, brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Appalachian Commercial Real Estate is your go-to source for anything regarding uh, commercial real estate, whether you are a landlord, that's the word I missed last week, I couldn't think of the word landlord, but whether you're a landlord or whether you're a a business that needs extra space or whatever the case may be, uh, finding extra space or finding tenants can be a complex thing, whether you're buying or selling or renting or leasing commercial real estate, you need somebody that's going to be an advocate, not just a middleman, not just somebody that's trying to file the paperwork or just give you answers, but somebody who's going to fight on your behalf to get you the best possible outcome for your business. That's what Appalachian Commercial Real Estate is. President James Milner has been operating in the high country for quite a while. He's got customers in the high country all the way out to the coast of North Carolina. So it doesn't really matter where you are in the state. But if you have uh, commercial real estate needs, please contact James at james at uh, AppalachianCRE.com. Or you can go to their website at AppalachianCRE.com to learn more. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, you need somebody. It's kind of like uh, having somebody looking over someone's shoulder in a game of poker. You need somebody that knows this stuff at an expert level to make you uh, to make the best decisions possible or at least to help you make the best decisions possible and we thank Appalachian Commercial Real Estate for again being a sponsor of the post game show I'm your host Alex Johnson with a voice that's teetering on the edge of uh, comprehension uh, and with me kind of in the same boat not really maybe a little more sick than I am is the world's most famous App State fan in exhaustion mode I think both of us are um, Big C what's up I'm here, baby. You know, we got to battle through it, just like uh, sometimes you got to battle through third quarters where you have like zero offense. Zero so offense. You got to work through it. Got to work through it. Yeah. So um, yesterday, I do. I do feel like you and I, but well, not just you and I. You know, I'm, several people gave their all for Appalachian State in the parking lots and in the in the stands. Um, it really did feel like um, a playoff game. We were texting you and I yesterday about how. The ghosts of Kid Brewer were out yesterday. That was a playoff game atmosphere. That was actually on the higher end of a playoff game in terms of attendance. That was that was a full crowd um, in those terms. We were loud. We were engaged. Um, Troy's a good football team. I mean, they're a good football team. And that was Scott Satterfield 101, get a lead, just kind of go from there, <laughs> hold it. Protect it. Yep. Protect it. Um, it was an awesome day because there's really not – a how do you say it? It was an awesome day. It was an awesome day can to we, be Mountaineer. Here's a question: Is that can we put to bed the um, nobody goes to a game um, after Thanksgiving? Uh, I believe we've we may have accomplished that or have beat that out. Now, obviously, having a team like Troy there helps. Sure. And that's going to bring a crowd, and we got so much at stake. Obviously, if we had we were playing someone else who was not very good, um, for instance. Um, was it Louisiana? A couple of years ago, we played yeah. on, on the Thanksgiving Idaho, Saturday. I think Idaho and, we did one year, and we had an Idaho too. Yeah, so um, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna bring in those crowds for those kind of teams, but obviously Troy, uh, the Troy game had a lot at stake, and that was um, exactly what you want to see when, when you get two defenses who are just exceptional. Um, you get that slugfest. Um, you get just a ton of calls. Uh, go your way. I mean, we won't have that many reviews go our way um, for the rest of this decade. 
uh, as far as I'm concerned, because that's just that's just so rare, weird uh, for all to happen. But it's unfortunate that they had to come down to that because um, yeah, I think they all all the right calls were eventually made at the end. It it, it was weird um, after the last after the second fumble. I think it was the one um, towards the uh, visitors bench. Uh, uh-huh. On that return, no, I don't think it was a return. Maybe it was a return. It doesn't matter. But I remember th- sitting in the stands, thinking, you know what, we've had two go our way. No way, this is going to go our way. You know, I mean, you kind of, you, <laughs> you just got to kind of. All right, they got the ball. Not a big deal. You know, we'll, hopefully, we'll have a three and out stand here. Um, negative went our way. Um, and, and when you go back and I like, I watched the first half again this morning, uh, and the right call. I mean, the balls were clearly loose. Um, and that was that was the right call, but it's just bizarre to be in a situation as a fan where you know how these reviews go. I mean, you kind of roll the dice 50, 50, 60, 40 sometimes, you know, whatever. You know, it just depends on the game. But um, right. I, I could tell you what, I had a very good view of Neil Brown. And I got to tell you something, Big C. Neil I, Brown was not, was, hot. He was not a happy camper. <laughs> I mean, usually I don't, um, from my vantage point, um, try to find the coach and like, like all the time. But yesterday was one of those days where. You just did every time you, you looked up. You're like, what's he What's he complaining about now? Uh, but he was animated, man. He was very, very ticked off. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, he, but he, you know, he's, I mean, I guess what is he ticked off for? Because, I mean, some of those replays we saw on the video board, yeah. um, not all of them, but you usually don't put up a good uh, a video replay if you don't have a good angle. I mean, it's just yeah. pointless. Um, but... I mean, Corey's touchdown was was clear. Yeah, sure uh, it was. He wasn't sure he caught it. Thomas Hennigan was sure he caught it. Yeah. He must have seen the uh, rubber pellets yeah. um, pop up and off the turf and yeah. with with his laser vision or of some sort. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, it worked out. I mean, it was a it was an insane first half. Um, that's what that's what Kid Brewer is is all about. That's uh, that's our stadium. That's you know that's the rally. That's that quantity. Or not oh, the quantity, yeah. but the quality over the quantity there. Yeah, um, I, we we were bringing it all night, and I think that is that's what it's all all about. That's uh, you know, being that twelfth man in the stand, especially uh, when when you've got you know, conditions were hyped up. You know, weather conditions were hyped up, but they really weren't an issue oh, once no. the game got started. No, not at all. But you know, they tried to play tough men out there. I think <laughs> take their shirts so, off in so forty two degree weather, like this, part, like a <laughs> yeah. This is why. Um, I loved yesterday so much. There were so many kind of callbacks to the FCS playoff, you know, days where you know, everybody in the stadium knows what this game means. It means playing next week, and even like you know, lining up to get your tickets after the game and all that stuff. I mean, it just it harkened back to days of old, you know. And one of my favorite parts was um, seeing the <laughs> the Troy players come out with their shirts off. As if like standing shirtless in forty-five degree weather with little to no wind is impressive, right? And uh, I mean they're football players, and I gotta say this: uh, we mentioned this in our um, the three thirty-three club on Facebook, but uh, <laughs> uh, Troy had two. I guess they had to have been strength and conditioning coaches. Uh, one was like five foot three, but he had like really big biceps. He could probably you know you know jack me up pretty bad, and, you know just put me in a headlock, put me to sleep. But the other guy was pretty big too. But they came out wearing, you know, no hats, you know, no gloves, no sleeves on these sleeveless hoodies, and they were all you know what you could just tell that they were trying to make a statement like, look guys. Right. And I was thinking there have been plenty of games, especially playoff games at Kid Brewer Stadium, where doing that would be impressive. You're like okay, all right. It's pretty cold. Yeah. It's pretty cold. Yesterday was not that day, 
And it was so no. funny to see they thought they had to do that with that environment. We're all kind of looking at each other, going, "Come on, bro, put on a coat. Let's come on. I mean, you're yeah. not. Come on, you're not making anybody impressed." But then they come back from the locker room, and this was hilarious. They come back, <laughs> come back from the locker room, and uh, they got their little toboggans on. They got their mittens on. <laughs> so they, but they didn't have their sleeves. They, you know, had to keep their sleeves, you know, off, you know, for effect. But uh, no, it was it was really entertaining to watch uh, because you know we always make those comments like, oh boy, can't wait for a deep south team to come up here and Boone in, in December or November, which is true, and we do. Uh, I don't think weather really played a factor yesterday because it was no. it was mild, but it, it was in their psyche. You knew that the Troy yeah, were thinking it, about it for sure. Because you know they they come up on Friday nights. Um, they they saw what was going on in Boone. There there was you know snow around and trees were iced over and, yes and that kind of continued into saturday morning and so you know they that, that's all in your head it's something you think about i i feel like teams even when they come to play basketball even though the, the, the game is played indoors um in boone in january well pretty much all the time but they they have that oh it's not a little bit here um and you know you know the first people on that team that may have never seen it before and even though that game's being played indoors, it's, it's something they saw and they witnessed, and it's in their head a little bit. Yeah. Can't, nobody can just block it all out. Yeah. You can't just walk out of the home center and say, hey, oh, I forgot it snowed, you know, the last two hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, whether whether that played into um, our advantage or not, who knows, but that was uh, as a typical boon day. You know, once once it got to game time in the middle of the afternoon, that was just a nice little gray yeah. <laughs> November day. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, and, and that's true. Um, but, you know, when, once the game starts, once you kick off, I think these players, and, you know, on Troy's side too, I mean, they're programmed. They're programmed to execute, you know. And I, I don't think Troy's a bad team. You know, watching – Watching that, um, watching that matchup, I think actually Troy adjusted really well in the second half. Um, I don't really think that we were trying to do too much <laughs> the second half, really. But I do think they did a good job, um, you know, slowing us down. I mean, the, not a lot of yards um, were accumulated by both teams, and like we said, you know, what ultimately matters is what's on the scoreboard. But um, I thought Troy was a good team coming up there, and I think we it's kind of one of those things, Bixie. We talk about it like, did we ever feel like we weren't in control of that game? And the answer is no. You know, we scored those two early touchdowns, you know, and even though in, in the second half didn't score any points, you know, definitely had some trouble in the third quarter moving the ball. You know, we made a lot of dumb penalties. We went through not, not committing any penalties to having ten, penal- to, 10 penalties. <laughs> yeah, right, for 100 yards, and that was sloppy, and that was no one liked seeing that. But it was Satterfield 101. Get a lead, prove to me you guys can score, and then I'll start scoring again, you know, and that's the game we got, and we're ready for Saturday again. Yep. You know, 13 penalties for 104 yards. 13, I, I think that wow. probably had a, a little bit to do with um, our, you know, our total offense production. We, I'm not complaining here. We won by 11. We either covered or pushed uh, with the Vegas lines, and uh, you know, we just we got what we needed. 21 was enough yesterday, I, and it would have been it, it could have been a lot worse if you consider um, that, that that Troy receiver made us an, a fantastic catch. He ends on a little tip drill action. Yeah, uh, that was that was. I was like, no way he caught that. There's yeah. no way he kept his concentration. And it was clear as day. And, yep. uh But I mean, that was that was another one of those fluky plays, kind of that it went their way. And but that's that's all they got. You know, we yeah. we just leaned we leaned really really hard on that defense. And um, you know, Troy, Troy coming in wasn't scoring. Um, as they had been in the early part of the season. Yep, and that, that's right. that was something that, you know, 
we knew that we had an advantage over them. They had probably they had not played a defense like ours right. in a conference. I mean, if you, if you think the next toughest defense they played was say the week before or Georgia Southern the, the two weeks prior to that, um, you know, and they didn't have any issues except you know last week they scored twelve, and so. You got to figure that Neil Brown's probably not happy that his team has scored one touchdown in the last 120 minutes of football. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I I don't think he probably is very happy. But um, you know, a 21 to 10 lead, all your sco- all your points being scored in the first half, your defense really playing lights out. I mean, they, I mean they they, you know, like I said, I mean I don't, I don't want to sound like a broken record here. I think Troy's talented. They definitely are suffering from not being at top health. We definitely took advantage of that. No one needs to apologize for beating a team that's not at their A game. This is just the nature of football. You know, that's what happens. Um, so I'm happy with that result. But here's what I'm not happy with, Big Sam. I'm going to be very clear about this. And usually we don't try to keep it negative. But I'm very unhappy that we're playing a, um, a, a team in December from Louisiana Lafayette that is not coached by Mark Hudspeth. I know that was that was the perfect setup. Um, you know, they're obviously not uh, where they expected to be. They're probably happy about that, but right. it sounds like they've run into the injury bug as well coming in the next week. But man, it would have been something else for him to have to come here twice in one year. I would have loved to have heard that. You know, that rage. Uh, you know, um, usually you and I don't. Um, well, not usually. I don't think we've ever gone to a post game press conference, but. If there was going to be one that we attended, that one would have oh, yeah. been the one to yeah. go to to hear what Mark Hudspeth had to say after a, after the first ever championship game in uh, in Boone. But uh, that would have been hilarious. Oh, that would have been so much fun. But uh, yeah, nope. Billy Napier is coming back up. Um, hopefully that field's not too uh, too slick for him. But too slick. Yeah, <laughs> not too slick. But uh, here are the couple things that stood out to me um, just watching the game yesterday. Is uh, Again, it just hit me on a note. Intelligently, we've talked about this, and we kind of know this consciously, you know, just because, you know, Jalen Moore got injured. But um, we're in this weird position where we've, we're so stacked at running back. I mean, looking at Marcus Williams Jr. Um, play, and again, it wasn't like some free for all day for the running backs. Like, you know, I think I, I think we had three hundred and twenty-five, two, yeah, three fourteen total, two hundred one on the ground, two hundred one on the ground, right. But even, you know, like you said, I mean, we put ourselves in positions to have very long plays, and, you know, we weren't really weren't going to be um, uh, recovering from those penalties, unfortunately, where we shot ourselves in the foot several times. But um, we are so okay in running back right now. You know, it's just one of the things that off my head, I was like, you know what, usually when you, you bring your backups, you know, um, especially in the past, you know, you have these thoughts of, well, okay, well, uh, all right. Well, okay, we'll just deal with this guy for a little bit. That isn't the case now. I mean, obviously everybody wants Jalen Moore, but uh, Darrington's more that finesse guy. He's got a ton of burst, ton of speed. Almost broke one off uh, yesterday for a touchdown. Got uh, pushed just a little bit um, where he you know fell over, fell in out of bounds. But um, right. having that mixture of little thunder and lightning between Marcus Williams Jr. and Darrington, it just makes you feel so optimistic about what we can do in the next two games. And, and when Darrington broke off that big run, we needed that because we were pinned back. Yeah. Oh, Coach sure. Hunter the had a pretty good day. Yeah. Um, and I, that's a that's a field flipper, you know. So even if even if that drive doesn't turn into points, you've you've got the field back and you're planning back to pin them, and that's that's always a plus, um, you know. Otherwise, I mean, we didn't we ran well enough. We probably didn't run up to like our par because it was only like four and a half yards carry, but we did enough, and you know we had a couple drops, you know, receivers. Um, we're well defended, you know, part of the day. Uh, 
and, and just some that we just couldn't get our hands on. But that's that's what a day like yesterday is going to do. Um, it's going to bring those little things in, and they all add up. But uh, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled with with twenty one ten at all. I mean, oh, yeah. that that is that's probably what everyone's expecting. Um, it's 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 great. It's a great feeling to to you know you're getting there in the fourth quarter or the minutes are winding down and you're, you're like i want to hear the announcement because that'll be that'll be awesome you know to hear you know come back next week uh we're playing again and uh see you next week it's the stuff you can say to your your friends in the stands and stuff like that that's right um that was that was an awesome element of being able to kind of know that hey we're getting ready to do this again i mean it was a feeling that we haven't had um for you know quite some time um I know uh, this was something that we tweeted. It's actually blowing up at, the, at this time. We have like 900 some. You, you hit one there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, i tell you what. So um, Brad Absher uh, uh, basically communicated to me that um, this thing had happened on the field where Thomas Hennigan was screaming at him on the field and like mo- waving at him to get on the field, but he didn't. <laughs> He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> like Absher didn't know that Hennigan was uh, signaling to him personally. Like he thought he was just waving at the sideline. So Hennigan, like a bat out of hell, comes sprinting towards the sideline at Absher, going get on the field. So he gets on the field, and um, and then they swap out, and basically for the victory formation for the final the final play of the game. And it was cool. Corey Sutton greeted him. Zach Thomas, Colin Reed, whatever. He said, um, "If you can find that clip." Um, on the internet or whatever, it'd be really cool if you could put that out there. I was like, yeah, man, cool. I mean, I didn't see it. I mean, I, I, mean, I saw it, but I didn't like consciously say, you know what I need to do? I need to record that or I need to whatever. Yeah. Um, so get on there, find it, and it exploded. <laughs> it exploded. Everybody, I mean, it, but it, honestly, it was a really cool moment. It just shows, because um, yesterday yeah. it was about the seniors, you know, and those guys that have given their all for App State. Um, they've had quite a run. I mean, a lot of these guys showed up in 2014. Um, next year, Big C, a, a fifth-year senior next year will not know what it's like to lose more than four games in a year. Um, and and that's, a, that's a cool thing, kind of going ahead. And, and this whole era has all been about winning. And um, it's, a, it's a culture that has to be maintained. And guys like Brad Absher and, you know, all the seniors, they've contributed so much. Um, to this program that it was really awesome that um, a moment like that could be had in such an important game and you know um, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people um, including I bet some players were kind of like wondering what would happen on a Thanksgiving weekend day because um, a lot of these guys are so young they don't you know they weren't around for like a James Madison Thanksgiving weekend playoff game where it was pretty full it was pretty loud by playoff standards so um I also heard that <laughs> Coach Satterfield told the team on Friday night, he said, uh, hey, guys, this is not going to be like a Thanksgiving Day game that you've ever been a part of. Like, it's going to be really, really loud. He said, there's going to be a lot more people there than you think, and they're going to be a lot louder than you think. And we've we've had several questions, Big C, over the last several months um, during the season going, oh, you know, what's wrong with the home atmosphere? You know, what's going with the atmosphere at Kibber Stadium? And Right. To be honest, well, I mean, Big C, we've been blowing everybody out of the water. That's what's wrong. So yesterday you got a game that mattered. It was a little closer. That I don't even know if it's close. The stakes were higher. That's what it meant. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, like I said, our, it's kind of starts to steal off. Uh, I think we put that to bed. I mean, we our fans know when it's when it's big time. When it's time to you know really buckle down and and uh, don't worry about having to take a couple Tylenol after the game when your head hurts or, or your throat or whatever it may be. It's, it's the time to pour out all out for them because they're pouring it all out all week for us you know just so they can play one day a week 
Um, you, you, and that that's the, that's the crowd I was excited for. I knew we had it in us. You know, when, when you're when you're playing teams that are interesting, we don't have a rivalry built with a lot of these teams really yet. Um, you know, we're getting there with a couple of them, but I mean, still, if Texas State's coming or Monroe's coming, it's just kind of like a whatever. You know, we don't we don't know these schools. You know, some of these we've been we've only played it's just as many times as we have played them. You know, in the Sun Belt and not prior. Uh, you can't say that about Troy, but still, um, it's it's just fantastic, man. And when it's third down and Troy's having to, you know, long yardage again, and they're sitting on a three of fifteen mark on third down, um, and over three on fourth down. That, you know, that's everyone's effort right there that's involved. It's not just the players. The fans got to get some love here for 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 getting loud and, and doing what they had to do, and you know, I mean, just shutting shutting Troy down in the run game. Really, I mean, sixty two yards. I mean, you know, it's in the first half. Um, the quarterback was yelling the play to his lineman. And he had to like get close to him, you know. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just oh, hey, we're huddle, we're calling a play. But when they went to that little um, up tempo, no huddle, whatever you want to call it, he had to he had to, really had to bark out the um, the signals um, to his team. So I mean, that's just that's just really cool to see that because you know it's it's always going to have an effect. There was a couple of false starts um, that they had, um, a couple, you know, there was a bunch of jumps. So I mean, it was affecting everybody. But that's that's to our advantage. We have to know that's. Um, you know that that's coming and all that stuff, but um, you know you can't you can't speak enough to how awesome yesterday was and, oh, was and awesome. being able to, um, especially for these seniors when you, when you look back and think, you know how how do you respond to say we would have lost this game because we knew we had so much um, that stake? I mean, do you still come back and think, oh, we got a bowl game in three weeks and, and have that same fire? No, you don't, but you have it now because. If, we, if, if this role keeps going, you know, if we can get another win next week, you know they're going to be hyped to play one final one wherever it may be, hopefully in New Orleans, um, one final game. And, you know, that's, that's a really, really, really good way to send everybody off. And we've been doing that, you know, for the last four years almost. Um, sending everybody off and, with, you know, a happy win at the end of the season. And you, and you jump into recruiting and all that good stuff, and the cycle starts over. I'm really glad that this group of seniors got to experience um, that game yesterday. You know, I mean oh, – yeah. um, you know, communicating with uh, Absher, you know, um, him kind of talking about that last play. I was like, you know, um, what are the most hyped games you've been part of? You know, uh, and you know, mentioned obviously the Miami game, the Wake Forest game, and everything else. But um, that Troy game yesterday was just is a different mixture. It had it had different. Um, it was just a different makeup. You know, you didn't need a brand name. Troy was not the brand name. It was it was everything, and uh, it was great. Oh. It was it was such a fun game. You and I were texted last night, Big C, about um, man, it's been a while since it's in the, a, a, we had a feeling like that before the game, during the game, after the game. Um, it was just awesome. It was uh, you know not to quote Jerry Moore too much, but it's awesome. It was awesome. We sauced them. Uh, oh, they definitely got sauced. Oh, well, we got sauced. Oh, they got they got sauced for sure. It was also really cool just to bring this up too. Um, uh, we met uh, Tim Tweed, uh, Robert Hogwood, and uh, Tyler Adams yesterday. Uh, I think you'd met maybe Tyler Adams before T.A. as his proper yeah. Christian name. But uh, um, <laughs> but to meet those guys, um, it was really fun. Um, you know, the the former two um, are patrons of the Blanco Podcast, which is great. And then T.A. showed up. Um, and I got to brag on T.A. like big time because, you know, T.A.'s the most important person we know. I mean, he's like he, the world turns because T.A. films it, right? Uh, but uh, he texted me um, last week. He's like, "Hey, uh, 
you guys are going to be at the Troy game. I was like, that's insulting, number one. That's insulting. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to be there. And he said, well, um, cool. I'd like to hang out with you guys for a little bit. I was like, yeah, man, cool. That'd be awesome. You know, we'd love to see you and hang out with you. And he said, um, <laughs> I'm trying to get out of this Michigan-Ohio State game, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to go there. <laughs> I think he made the right call because that one was ugly. It well, he made the right call because it was black and gold, and that and that right. was his point. And uh, so it was awesome seeing him. I got to see him actually. Um, he was actually filming on the east side stands. He had a, a camera set up, but um, as always, it's great to interact with uh, TA and all of our patrons and everything else. Um, it was great. So on we go, you know, to the next great adventure, which is this championship game. Again, something that we've never had as a program, you know, and a lot of G5 right. programs have never experienced uh, a championship game before uh, that kind of decides everything. So uh, we're excited for that, excited um, to take another swipe at Louisiana. Uh, there were several players on <laughs> on their sideline that um, that my group was saying, hey, we'll see you December 1st. We'll see you December 1st. And they'd say, yeah, boy, we'll see you. And by that time, the game was almost over, so we, we felt comfortable taunting them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it'll be good. It'll be good. We're excited for that. Is there anything else we need to mention, Big C? Uh, not that I can think of. I think we've we've hit this game. Um, I hope everyone got got to up and down the mountain safely if they were driving up uh, on Friday or excuse me Saturday morning because it was a little little sketchy. I had to I had to go out the, the third the third time was a charm when I left my house on Saturday morning. Went one way, there was a tree down. Went another way, there was power lines down. And I finally got out of the neighborhood. I was kind of sweating it there for a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was going to have to walk to the game. You have to carry all your stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I hope everybody did make it all right. Um, also wanted to give uh, everybody some information. Uh, our T-shirts, um, our remaining inventory, rather, is all on sale our website. Go to blindgoldpodcast.com slash shop, or you can go to our website and just click on the shop tab and go check them out, $10 T-shirts. So get them while they last because – we're trying to get rid of this inventory. But uh, anyway, they're good shirts. Go check them out. Uh, and until, I guess, this preview episode that we weren't really planning on having, you know, at the beginning of the year, but we really were, but we didn't tell anybody because we were being arrogant in that way. Uh, until Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning, go abs.